Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am broadcasting from beautiful Escazú, Costa Rica, where it's been what they call an Indian summer here, which means that we're having a break in the rainy season when it doesn't rain very much. It did rain this afternoon for a little bit, but it's been hot and sunny for most of the week. So uh, it's been quite lovely here. So moving on, today is July 19th, 2020, and we have had an interesting week. Um, You know, last week I spoke and I talked about the upcoming sun Oh, you know, it was making a very nice trine to Neptune last Sunday, and then it was going to oppose Jupiter, and then oppose Pluto, and the two of them have been together, as we know, Jupiter and Pluto are together, and we are working through something where we're getting enlightened, and the sun was doing that. So on my Instagrams during the week, if you have seen my Instagrams, if you have looked at my Instagrams, um... I've been making videos that tell you what's going on astrologically. And one of the things I was talking about is how, you know, the sun was taking this journey and it was opposing Jupiter and then opposing Pluto. And, you know, there's this cluster of planets now in Capricorn. And it's been all year. Saturn has stepped back into Capricorn as of July 1st. And so now we are well on our way to the sun and the moon opposing Saturn. And so when it opposed Jupiter, actually, I found Tuesday to be a really lovely, peaceful day. And that was the peaceful, quiet day during the week. The rest of the week, there was a lot of rock and roll. And it was, you know, it's hard, it's arduous, it's been transformational. Um, And I certainly found transformational information this week in my own life. And I found really profound things that I realized I had to do that made me step up in ways that I hadn't before. So it's very interesting. Um, And so now as we approach the sun and the moon to Saturn, um, some very interesting things have come to light as the sun will do. The sun will bring things to light. And not that Jupiter doesn't, but Jupiter and the sun, yes, you know, there was some light in the week. And then, you know, when the sun opposed Pluto, gosh, Wednesday and Thursday, there was so much intensity and so much, so much rock and roll and so much intensity and so much going on. Uh, uh, frankly, I'm exhausted. And um, so I'm, I'm trying to hang in there. <laughs> and, you know, the moon moved into Cancer yesterday, Saturday at 1024 a.m. Eastern time, if you live on the East Coast. And so it's been in Cancer ever since. It'll be in Cancer till tomorrow at 416 p.m. Eastern time when it goes into Leo. And the new moon is in Cancer. So the sun and the moon are going to be in Cancer, as they both are now, but but we're in the dark of the moon now. So things come to light as we have the new moon at 1.33 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow. Now, this is the second new moon in the sign of Cancer. So this is very important. So we need to pay attention to these things because something got started way back at the other new moon. And this is a very important new moon. So I mentioned this last week, and I'm going to talk about it again. And I now that I'm a week wiser, you know, I have had some experiences this week, I can share what wisdom has come my way as a result of all of this. So 
Now, new moons are always new beginnings. The dark of the moon is finishing up the old business. Now, even if you started some things on the dark of the moon, it's okay. You can continue them on the new moon. Maybe they'll be more powerful on the new moon. And it is very interesting what has happened because, you know, this is the new moon that is kicking out the eclipse period. And so this is the end of the eclipse period. Ta-da! Now, the eclipse period <laughs> started back in May. <laughs> and so, you know, you'll say, but, but Deb, the last eclipse was, you know, July 5th. Yeah, it was. But it's always the next lunation after the last eclipse where we are um, leaving behind the eclipse period. And this has been a long one because the first eclipse was June 5th. So that means that the new moon on May 22nd was the day that we had our entree into the eclipse period. So where we started on a new moon, we're ending on a new moon. It's been a long time. It's been, you know, this has been eight weeks and this normally doesn't happen. It's usually like six weeks, you know, two before a couple of eclipses and then two after you know, that's, it's not usually this long, but we had three eclipses. So that's why this is an extra long eclipse period. And this is the second new moon in Cancer. The last new moon in Cancer was an eclipse. <laughs> so this is it. And I'm sorry, this has been exhausting. This has been one thing after another, nonstop information, transformation. And my friends and I always say information is not transformation. No, this is true. But the, if you're taking the information and you're using it, you transform. And that's what's been happening for many of us. So the sun gives us light. The sun is our life force. The sun has, you know, opened to Jupiter and then opened to Pluto and maybe some light was revealed and some dark was revealed and you made some decisions. And what we are starting and what we are embarking on already tomorrow at 1.33 p.m. Eastern time is a very, very profound and interesting time because it's going to oppose Saturn. So the new moon's going to happen at that hour, 1.33. Then at 1.55, the moon, which is always faster than the sun, is going to oppose Saturn. Okay, so here they are, the sun and the moon together. And technically, it's opposite Saturn. Okay, it's close enough. The exactitude doesn't matter when it's a new moon. We are having an opposition, a new moon opposite Saturn. So the new moon, not only it closes the eclipse period, it's the second new moon in Cancer, but it is really going to close this Capricornian cluster, which started with Jupiter on Tuesday, the 14th, Pluto, Wednesday, the 15th, and now it's Saturn on Monday, the 20th. Now, this means that the sun and the moon are coming together, and they are a new moon, and then the moon, which is faster, is going to move right away and oppose Saturn. Boom, done. And that's the last aspect it makes as it leaves the sign of Cancer, which means it goes void. It goes void at 1.55 p.m., opposite Saturn. So it opposes Saturn, done with that, next minute, we're void, okay? That's it. It's his last aspect. So this is powerful, okay? It's the last hurrah. 
And then, then the moon goes into Leo, but not till 4.16 p.m. Eastern time. So for me, that's 2.16. All of this is going to happen in the morning and then 2.16. Then, so the moon moves faster than the sun. And then the sun is going to oppose Saturn also. It's not like the sun is going to oppose Saturn three days from now. It's only going to oppose Saturn a few hours later, 6.27 p.m. Eastern time. So congratulations. We have a new moon opposite Saturn it clicks out the eclipse period. It kicks out the aspects to Capricorn planets in opposition, and that's it. Wow, this is a whopper. So a number of things. Yesterday I told people on my Instagram that we are each beginning a journey. This is it. Saturn's calling on the phone. Saturn, the planet of hard work, duty, discipline, achievement, manifestation, authority, government. But... Really, we're focusing on the achievement and manifestation part of this. So here's Saturn calling on the phone and saying, uh, excuse me, or knocking on the door, um, saying, um, are you ready to start this journey? Because everything that you learned last week has led up to this moment. So when you had a very pleasant experience on Tuesday, like I did, and, and you know, I watched the Walter Mercado documentary, who was, if you don't know who he was, he was a famous astrologer. Um, he was Latino, he was from Puerto Rico, and he was probably the best known astrologer in the world. And there's a lovely documentary on Netflix about him. So I watched that on Tuesday afternoon, and that was a very lovely Jupiterian experience. And I learned all sorts of things about him and, and you know, his life and all. It was very nice, very pleasant, very well done. And then Pluto kicked in, and it's like, oh, you know, in the United States, July 15th was tax day because they extended the deadline due to COVID. So everybody could get extra months to pay their taxes, file their taxes, do their taxes. And so, you know, it was a bit crazy. And so that was crazy. And then there were other things going on, you know, Plutonian things going on between Wednesday and Thursday, and it hung in the air and it was all Pluto. And it was sun opposite Pluto and transformation and again, transformation and again, transformation. And I found that that was the case, you know, the rest of the week. So it was like, oh, I had that nice Jupiterian break. Like Monday and Tuesday were fine, right? And then the rest of the week was Pluto, 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 Pluto. Ugh. And then yesterday I really started to feel Saturn. So really, you know, even when there's an opposition, the sun was wedged between Pluto and then Saturn. So it got away from the Jupiter thing. It was nice when it was Jupiter and it was sort of wedged between Jupiter and Pluto moving towards Pluto. Now it's Pluto to Saturn. Ouch, this is hard. Wow, I'm exhausted. There's a lot of work. Yeah, there is. And so your challenge, should you choose to accept it, is a part of the journey we're on right now. And if you are like me, you have just accepted the hero's journey. And there is something in your life, and if you don't know about the hero's journey, then I suggest you look it up online and read about it. It's often in mythology, but Joseph Campbell is really the person, I think, who coined those terms, the hero's journey. And it's an archetypal journey that you need to go on for your own uh, psychological, emotional self-growth and spiritual growth, your soul's growth. So essentially, Saturn's knocking on the door, calling on the phone, saying, um, hello, are you ready for this? Because it's going to be hard work. And this is going to be a journey and you've got to manifest something and you've got to get this together. Okay. Now, by the time Saturn and the sun conjunct again next year, when we're in Aquarius, um, because Saturn will be in Aquarius then, um, you know, you should be well on your, you know, well on your way or have accomplished something significant. 
Um, so here we are with the hero's journeys standing before us. And if you know now, um, you are ready to, to take your sword at your side and you are going to embark on this hero's journey. Um, you're being called. Have you been called? I've been called. And I know other people. I made this comment. I talked about this on my Instagram yesterday. You can see me talking about it. And other people commented, yes, I hear it. I hear this call and I'm going. I'm going on this journey. I'm going to do it. And yes, we're all going to do it right now. We are being called on some journey. Because finally... You know, the sun has touched all three of these planets again. You know, back in January it did, December and January. But it was different then. This was before COVID. This was before the Saturn-Pluto conjunction or just about at the Saturn-Pluto conjunction. And maybe something happened when the sun conjunct those planets on Monday the 13th of January. And maybe something very profound happened for you. It did for me. And this is the culmination of that. This is like, you've got the power. You've been given the blessing. Go do it. And what I came to realize, and I think that you should go back and look at your calendar and think about what's happened to you in these last six months, is that the call really came when the Saturn-Pluto conjunct the sun back in January. So back on January 13th, you know, January, January 9th, there was an eclipse. It was an opposition. It included Saturn, Pluto. They were very close. Saturn, Pluto conjunct exactly on Sunday, the 12th of January this year. And then they were conjunct the sun. They, the sun moved over them, both Saturn and Pluto on Monday, the 13th, because they were very close together. And that day, Something happened, for me at least, and probably happened for you as well. Think about it. Go to your journal. See what you did. Look at your calendar. And it was a turning point. And you got a message. And you were called to a journey. And, you know, maybe maybe there was a sign of that journey coming a few weeks before, a month before or so. And I got that too. And, um, and you were given some sort of, some power was bestowed upon you. And it's taken these months to come around again. And now we're at the opposition. We're no longer Saturn. The sun is not sitting on Saturn. The sun is opposing Saturn. And so now we're at the opposition point of where it was on the 13th of January. And oh my God, here you are. You've got your journey in your hand and you're starting something. So here we go. We're off and running to the races. This is a big deal. This is a big deal. And so we are taking this adventure and we're going on some adventure and Saturn, Saturn, as it has separated from Pluto, you know, is saying, okay, this is going to be work, but, but you're up for it, right? And you were given some sort of strength. You were given the tool. You were given the message back in January and you've watched things open up and messages have come to you and information has come to you and you have journeyed in these last six, seven months. And yes, something's come to you. And now you're saying, mm -hmm, I get it. I got to go do this. There's no way out. There's no way around it. Once the hero receives the call to the journey, then you are, you're on your path. Now, if you've never seen an example of this, like I said, read some Joseph Campbell, go look in mythology. You know, there's all sorts of stories, you know, and go watch a Harry Potter movie for, for Pete's sake, because a Harry Potter movie is absolutely the hero's journey from beginning to end. And each one is its own individual hero's journey, but 
it sums it up from the very beginning of the story to the very last episode, the last movie. That is the deepening of the hero's journey. So, you know, you're on the hero's journey all along, but the real, real journey is revealed in that those last two films. So go watch some Harry Potter films. You'll know what the hero's journey is. And you do. You have to fight all sorts of demons and dragons and and maybe a dragon is your companion, you know. Harry flew on a dragon at one point. Um, but you're going to fight some demons. And we have to get through this, each and every one of us. So why do I say that? Because Mars is in Aries. And Mars is going to be in Aries for a long time. So Mars went into Aries and you know, weeks ago. And we are looking at Mars in its own sign. And for the first time... Since like 1988, Mars is retrograde in Aries in its own sign. 1988. Some some of you listening weren't born yet. Okay? I do remember that Mars retrograde. But right now, what we're looking at is Mars is in Aries and you got to go fight the good fight. But Mars is going to retrograde in a couple of months in the middle, early September, September 9th or so. And when you get to that retrograde, you you don't initiate the fight, folks. You have to initiate. If you're going to fight, if you're going to start your hero's journey, if you're going to do this, you got to do it now. It's now. Start it now. Do not start when Mars is retrograde because Mars retrograde, you will not win. Okay? Don't initiate a war that I don't care if it's with your condo association, your spouse, your dog (laughs) or whatever you have to you know if you've got to start the fight if you have to or if you have to fight back because someone's been picking at you all this time you've been bullied all this time or if you've got someone in your life who's been bullied well then you've got to fight the good fight now start it now so saturn saying are you ready for this work and we are saying yes we are we are ready for this work and Here's the thing. Mars in August is good. So there's that cluster in Capricorn and the sun has opposed all of it. Now, back in March, Mars was in Capricorn and it's exalted in Capricorn, like being in Capricorn. But when it got to Capricorn this time around, it, it hit all those planets. It hit Jupiter and Saturn and Pluto. And, you know, actually... Just then, that's when it went into um, Aquarius and it met with Saturn. So the thing is, it didn't meet with Saturn in Capricorn. It met with Saturn in Aquarius because Saturn had just gone into Aquarius at that point in March. And so Mars, when the COVID really took place and the rock and roll really started back in March and all the shutdowns really started and life started changing drastically, dramatically, very quickly... That's when Mars. That's when Mars hit these planets. Now, Mars is no longer in Capricorn. Like I said, it's in Aries, and it's going to come and visit those planets in August. So it's going to make the challenging aspect known as a square, which is a ninety-degree aspect. It's going to be sitting in Aries, which is a cardinal sign, its own sign, and it's going to be squaring the planets in Capricorn. And what's going to happen is it's going to make that exact square to you know, Jupiter and Pluto and then Saturn. And when it does that, when it makes that aspect, um, 
that's going to be a whole other joyride. <laughs> the first aspect, Mars is going to square Jupiter on August 4th. Okay, that's not for a few weeks. But then Mars is really going to start the business of then Pluto on the 13th. So like that's a week later. And then it'll finally, you know, eventually get to Saturn. And it will square Saturn after that. And, you know, so this is this is an important time. Um, you know, it's Mars is going to square Saturn the 24th. So it's, it's a couple weeks after the 13th. So the 4th is one Jupiter. The second one is Pluto, the 13th. And then Saturn on the 24th of August. But it's going to do it again because it's going to retrograde in, in early September. So when it retrogrades in early September... It's going to come back and do it all over again to those planets for the second time. So when we are fighting this good fight and fighting and on our hero's journey, there are going to be these intense moments. And whatever the, you know, whenever the, we start to see a challenge, remember that was a big point. When Mars hit those planets, boom, everything started to shut down. Well, Mars is going to hit those planets again, except from a different angle. Remember the Arab Spring. The Arab Spring occurred when Uranus went into Aries. Mars is now in Aries. This is the individual, the independent individual who wants their freedom, who wants to fight for their freedom, and against the Capricornian authority, whatever authority that is, or the person who thinks they're in authority, even if they're not. So remember what's going to happen. Mars is going to hit all those guys in Capricorn, and there's going to be a challenge to authority from the individual. So people may rise up. People may be sick and tired of this. Okay, we've had enough of hearing about COVID. We want to move on with our lives. Get out of our way. This is going to be a very interesting several months before the election in the United States, at, before the end of this year. We've got a lot, a lot, a lot to deal with. And so Saturn is calling you on the phone right now and saying, are you ready? You ready to do this? Because there are going to be times when if you're already taking action, that's fine. Don't start taking action in September. Start taking action now so that when these aspects roll up on you know, that first week of August, that August 4th, when they start rolling up, we're already in, in action mode. We're already prepared. We're already dynamically involved in our journey. And for some of us, it might be the fight of our lives. And I don't mean that like, ooh, we're all going to get sick and we have to fight, you know, fight the illness. Um, that may happen in someone's life. But, but there may be something in your life that you have to fight dearly for. Maybe it's an ancestral thing. Maybe it's someplace where your parents didn't fight and you have to fight. Maybe it's something really profound. There's a profound uh, battle here. And it's, it could be over good and evil. Part of it could be good and evil. But don't fight just for the sake of fighting. If there's no fight, if you're on a journey, well, then let the journey take you. But take a different course of action right now. Start to look at things differently and see where you have to rise up because there's a lot of rising up right now. Okay? And there's no turning back. Once you've gotten the call on the hero's journey, there is no going back. You're not going to, you know, people saying, you sure you want to do this? You know, you sure you want to do that? Well, you don't have a choice. You got to do it. You got to go through it. It's, it's, you're going to come out. Your soul is going to come out of this on the other side better in the end. But yeah, you may have a few battle scars, but you're going to come out better in the end. The idea is to come out, to come out of this more enlightened, it, to come out in a better place 
and and a champion okay so what else is happening this week deb <laughs> the big stuff is tomorrow um the moon goes into leo like i said it's it's not long in leo before it goes it goes void at 8:27 on tuesday evening in uh, the east coast and it's void all day Wednesday till 7.40 p.m. on the East Coast. So that's really almost a 24-hour void. So it's like, okay, you know, chill out on Wednesday, do some homework, do the laundry, get your paperwork and done and stuff. Okay. Then it goes into Virgo, 7.40 p.m., but on Wednesday, the sun enters Leo. So the sun is changing signs this week. So its last hurrah, its last hurrah on the sign of Cancer is kicking out the eclipse period, having a new moon, and opposing Saturn. Yeah. And then it's going to go into Leo and be, you know, the, the wonderful, um, creative Leo sign. So, and the moon is going to be in Virgo on Leo, 7.40 p.m. onward. And then it's going to be in Virgo all day on Thursday, so you can do things it gets lots accomplished under a Virgo moon. Organize your files, organize your house, organize your desk. And then it's going to be in Virgo all day Friday, too. And then it'll be 7.08 p.m. when it goes void until 9.54 p.m. when it goes into Libra. And it's all East Coast time. And then Saturday the 25th, can you believe it's the end of July? Saturday the 25th in Libra. Sunday the 26th in Libra, all day, void at 9.09 p.m. But really, so this is this is still a big week. Um, I'm really glad the eclipse period is, is going away now because everything, even though like the eclipse hasn't happened in two weeks, it's just been one thing right after another. And the recognitions and the realizations we've all had in these last days are profound. And they're all really, really deep. And, you know saying yes tomorrow, say yes tomorrow, light a candle for saying yes. And you've made up your mind, you've gotten the call, you you go forward. That's it. You don't have a choice. You know, you're not going to roll over and go back to sleep. Um, so that's, that's part of it. And then the sun changes signs. It says bite a cancer where it has made three aspects. It, the sun has been involved in three eclipses, all in the sign of cancer since it went into the sign of cancer when it was at zero cancer and it made its first eclipse, its first new moon at zero cancer. And here we are, this new moon occurs at 28 degrees of cancer, 27 minutes. So there's like a degree and a half left before it enters Leo, both the sun and the moon. And so... Yeah, all the sun has been doing in this last, you know, bunch of weeks is eclipsing <laughs> for the last month, um, you know, in Cancer. So, you know, it's been, it's been intense. And so, do you have new information? Are you welcoming new information? What happened? What do you need to do? What do you need to do now? What's next? And how are you handling it? You've got to be brave and courageous. This is Mars and Aries. It's going to retrograde. You're going to have to like, that's when you go back and you start like re-strategizing and thinking about what else you can do and changing the plan up a little bit. But Mars and Aries, this is, you know, we're, we're really dealing with some very uh, big,
big calls to action and courage and meditate on courage, meditate on courage, get the feeling of courage. What does courage feel like? Think about the times you've had to have courage in your life for whatever reason. Maybe you were taking that big step into parenthood. Maybe you were taking that big step into a big new job. Maybe you took the big step to moving to another country. Maybe you took the big step in, you know, saying yes to something. You weren't sure how it was going to turn out, but you did it anyway. So it's about courage now. And Saturn's saying, mm. You want this to work out? You don't got a choice, folks. You got you got to respond to the call of duty. And that's about it. This week I am going to be a guest speaker on Thursday the 23rd. And my friend Monique Long is hosting. She hosts these free meditations and free what she calls hidden uh, speakers. And people who do well in their field and to do different things in the in the healing arts in the metaphysical world and Monique is a healer and an author and a shaman and you can look her up online Monique Long L-A-N-G and she is having me speak about the astrology of going forward and you know sort of uh, connecting with our power and and what to do and how to handle the rest of 2020 and that's going to be Eastern Time, 7.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. on Thursday the 23rd. It's free. You can click on the link on my website, thegoldenastrologer.com. Go to Astrologer's Thoughts, which is at the bottom of the page. You go scroll down. That's my blog. And that link will, there's a, there's a new blog posting with that link to Monique's lecture and is a zoom link and it's to all she said that she uses the same link for all of her lectures and all her meditations and all her series so you just if you want to attend any of the other ones you can go with that link too so i'm speaking on thursday and we're going to talk about this new year so i invite you all it's free free webinar for an hour and it should be very interesting so we're going to have a very good conversation this week Otherwise, my name is Deb McBride. My website is thegoldenastrologer.com. My Instagram is thegoldenastrologer, where you can see videos of me talking about astrology. And you can go to my Twitter at Deb Astrology, and you can read my blog, Astrologer's Thoughts, and you can sign up for having a session with me, which is, you know, book online on my website. And here we are on the podcast on Sunday. Thank you so much for listening. I am grateful for each and every one of you listening. And please have a beautiful week. Make that promise to yourself. Stand up and take the challenge and you can do it. And love to everyone. Have a gorgeous week. Thank you for listening.